Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. Apologies that we're a little late working out some technical difficulties. Um, That's how it goes. Um, But we have a jam-packed show today. My name is Max McGuire. And this is Joe Oltman. And Joe, why don't you introduce everyone around you? (laughs) Uh, So, sorry, guys, we've had a little bit of technical difficulties, got a little heated in here for a minute there, but um, we are here. So uh, I'm going to let uh, Kevin and Kurt introduce themselves, and then... Uh, I'm sorry, Trevor. Uh, Trent. Tra- Trent and Kevin introduced I, I am the problem, Joe. I, if, if I wasn't be hanging out here this, on the end, we wouldn't have any of these issues. No, I recognize is, that. No, no. I, I, Trent, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I, I'm. There's no excuse for this yeah, for me. Hey, it happens. <laughs> but we do have. This is what happens. You should have MC an event with a thousand people present. Yeah. And introduce your guest as the wrong person. Oh, I've done that yeah. before. Yeah. I, I, I introduced it's no big Mar- deal. Marjorie Taylor Green as or Lauren Bobert as Marjorie Taylor Green once. Oh, you did not. <laughs> that went over really well. Oof. That one as well as a fart under a blanket <laughs> with your wife under there. So, so why don't you guys introduce yourself for everyone who doesn't know you? Well, since I've been on the show before, and I'm a, a special guest of my friend here, I'm going to let Trent introduce himself, and then, of course, I'll just pre-introduce myself to all of you, and um, I should say reintroduce myself to all of you, but Trent Luce is one of the greatest Americans in this country, and he's doing something real super for us. He's on a tour, the Big Back Tour, bringing USA together, faith, family, and f- um, freedom. And i got to tell you, he's one of the greatest Americans that I know. I met him several weeks ago when his tour, tour, um, tour started, and i got to tell you, I've never seen anything like this before. This man knows everyone in the country. He can tell you a narrative about this country that I even I didn't even know. I'm just so proud to be with him. And maybe Trent can spend some time. He has a great show, the Trent Luce Show. I mean, it's, I mean, it's just one of the greatest shows in this country, linking all of us as Americans together. Trent, maybe you can give us a little bit of your history, well, and then we can go on. Buddy. That's a lot to live up to right off the bat, Joe. I don't know how to deal with that. But I'm proud to be a sixth-generation yeah. United States farmer, rancher. We, uh, My wife and I ranch in central Nebraska. We raise cattle, pigs, and horses. And uh, 21 years you ago, sure, I, you're sure they're not. It's not tofu that you raise. <laughs> I mean, we do not raise any uh, tofu. <laughs> we raise the original protein and fat that improves cognitive development. That's what we do. And we raise three girls, three daughters, which is the most important part of our society today, and it's often overlooked. But 21 years ago, I decided that people did not know enough about who, where, and how is producing their food. And I found a way to go to the radio airwaves. Today I produce four radio programs in 21 states. It's syndicated and I have roughly about 3 million listeners on the radio. But it's about bringing the people and the places of rural America to life. And uh, my, my mission from day one has been to connect rural and urban America. And that's why Kevin and I have just been a great team on this Arise USA tour. The Resurrection Tour is what we call it. Constitutional Counties, Faith, Family, and Freedom 
And uh, people are just looking for hope. They're looking for somebody to latch on to, to say, yes, I am thinking right. Yes, there is a future in this country. And it's been uh, quite an honor to be a part of a team that's traveling this country, 48 states, to share that message. And uh, I got, I'm, I'm the MC of the event that we've had, and it has taken place now 17 of those. And it sounds really good because I got a fantastic closer that gets people all fired up and huggy, and it, it's all good. <laughs> but yesterday we had an added advantage. Right in the middle we had this guy named Joe Altman that was just a rock star and shared how serious it is and how you have to stand up or you will be run over. Yeah, it was. So we'll talk a bit about that, and we have a jam-packed episode today, but I have to first remind everyone that this episode is brought to you by Air Make Care Network, Air Make Care Network, sponsor of the show, proud sponsor of the show. If you live in a rural area, if you have a, a mountain home, a lake home, if you spend a lot of time outdoors, hunting, fishing, hiking, off-roading, do you understand how expensive an air medical transport flight would be should disaster or an emergency strike and you are out in the boonies? We've talked to people on the show about how expensive it is, 20, 30, 40, 50 grand. Listen, when emergency strike, you're not worried about the money, but afterwards, the money matters. Well, don't worry about those big bills. If you become an AirMedCare Network member, you won't have to pay them for $85 a year, less if you're a senior citizen, less per year if you buy three or five years at a time. You will be completely covered if you need to be air airlifted to a hospital should an emergency strike. You're going to want to make sure you go to www.airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily and you'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card. It's free money. So again, go to www.airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily. Um, so yeah, we have a lot, lot to talk about. We, we can talk about all different number of issues today. We have some Fauci stuff to go over because his emails are the gift that keeps giving. But tell me a little bit more, Joe. What were you doing this weekend? So the, the tour is called Arise USA, and um, you're going to 48 states. Correct. And the message is about how to get people involved. It's a message about all the things that we're facing and what is that way forward? How do we regain our freedoms? How do we, how do we get to a place where we stop talking about it and we, and we be about it? And, and I got to tell you, Kevin, yesterday when you, when you closed out the – um, the uh, rally, mm -hmm. it was unbelievable. I was behind you thinking to myself, <laughs> oh. He challenged everyone. You challenged everyone to, to get involved, to, st to stand up. And, and I think the most powerful part about the tour is that it happened, this particular event happened in Joey Friends on his ranch, who was actually your friend. He's been right. my friend for more than 30 years, correct? Yeah. And afterwards, he walked up to me. He goes, hey, you like to hunt? And I was like, yes. <laughs> he goes, then we're going to go hunting. And I was like, oh, please. Can we go now? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, the, but the tour itself is, it represents everything that is good about America. And Trent, yesterday you, you brought up the, especially what's happening in Colorado, <clears throat> the fact that they want us to, they're trying to pass some legislation that, says that you can't kill a cow until it's five years old. That if you 25% of its natural life is right. the actual language. And then uh, if you artificially inseminate, which is how most of the inseminations happen, mm -hmm. um, you, could be, you could be convicted of a... Subject of sexual abuse charges. Yeah. Wow. 
um, which has been and, happening. And, and, Joe, that's just one of the standard operating procedures that we use in animal agriculture. And, and the whole purpose of that has been to produce more with less. Right. For example, one reason we AI artificially inseminate is that we have the same number of beef animals in the United States that we had in 1950. And yet today we produce three times as much human consumable protein. Right. So you want to talk about green, you want to talk about efficient, you want to talk about sustainable. It's that type of technology that's allowed us to do that, produce more with less. That's why we have urbanization taking place, and yet we do not have a shortage of food from a farmer standpoint. And that's why we have a, a tyrannical government now trying to put in place restrictions on producing food to feed the world. Yeah, and you'd, you'd think that it would be the opposite. You'd think they'd be working with the um, with the 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 industry working with the ranchers to help them become even more mm, actually even better at what they do. Actually, what we want them to do is just get out of the way, not help I, us. Yeah, but but they, but you think the sensibility of it, since they're already involved in everything. And did, and did you just try to say that there would be a government with a sensibility? <laughs> did I just hear I you did, say that? I might have said that, and then I, I wanted to take it back, but I'd already said it. So I, so I have not been how converted. Will, how will that... Bill, if it becomes law, how will that work with things like veal? Because I don't know a ton about no. um, about the beef industry, but my understanding is that veal is basically you, they are harvested when they're very, very young. Well, they is weigh 500 pounds, veal? Max. Veal calves are way – no, there's no exceptions, and veal calves weigh 500 pounds. So I know we have the image that those are just baby veal calves. They weigh 500 pounds. But it will have the same impact on veal that it has on all animal agriculture. It will stop animal agriculture yeah. and food production in the state of Colorado, which is exactly why we will not let that happen. The consumers of Colorado will pay the price. And you heard about the cicadas, that they're eating cicadas on TV to try to convince us that we need to be eating bugs. Correct. <laughs> that that's, that's what we need to eat. And it tastes yeah. like chicken. <laughs> but How do you know that? I, it doesn't. You read that on the internet. <laughs> I, I didn't even read it. I, I was, I was going... I saw this article, and then you saw someone on TV. Um, it must have been MSNBC or something, and they were eating a cicada. And I was like, "No, we we covered it on Friday, yeah. um, Mr. Producer. If you pull it up in your emails uh, from the Friday show, or maybe it was the Thursday show, you'll, you'll, we have that clip. I don't really want. It was really gross, but yeah, it was <laughs> CNN's kind of become daytime television, where they're just making cicada sushi is what they were doing, which is just. Incredible. Yeah, it was, it was Thursday that I sent it over to you. Well, just think about Josh, it. I mean, Joe, just think about it. Just this, this, in the beginning of this tour, you know, we were talking about faith, family, and talking about the power that we have as a group of people. Look, as a black American, I'm traveling around the country talking in the heart of America, you know, the heartland of America, talking about race, talking about how we come together as a country, talking about how we break those barriers, talking about us creating our own critical race theory about not using the words black and white, but thinking of each other as human beings right. and running away from that narrative. It's just so sickening. So when I met Trent, I just got a PhD of what's happening in the heartland. Yeah. You know, I can go back and have a deeper conversation about, look, they understand what infringement is, uh, infringement of the government is, like we do, and connect us all together. That's why this tour is so important, and the freedom aspect of it is even more critically important because that's what they're working on every day, taking our freedoms away from us, taking our rights, to be, taking our rights away from us to live free, be human, connect with each other, build family, own, own, have ownership. And that's what's at stake. 
So this is a brilliant tour at the right time, sending the right message. Someone was talking to me when I was outside eating a sandwich in front of the bus. This young lady walks up to me and says, hey, you know, I like that faith, you know, family and freedom. That should be the new covenant of this country. I said, oh, wow, I'm still that from you because it's true. It's actually true. We have to stand up against this tyranny. And what Trent has taught me, like, look what's happening in this part of the country. Look what we've been fighting against. Look what we've been going through. People around the country actually believe that they got it good. Oh, so, you know, this white guy, the rancher, his family on the ranch, oh, they're okay. No, we're all, none of us are okay. No, no one And that's the problem for me. None of us are okay. So this tour is linking us all together. We're having a bigger conversation. We don't have any friends out there. We only have each other. And Trent and I are going to be working even beyond this to keep that message out there. Because if we don't come together and unite as an army to really understand what's happening in this country, they will win. I mean, what he talks about every time when we are staged up to talk about and have speakers, I learn something every day. The heartland, I mean, think about it. I would have never had this opportunity to hear those stories. A lot of the people come up to me after the show, I mean, after the, um, the event, and they're saying, hey, Thank you for saying what you're saying. Thank you, because we don't believe, we're not racist. We want to work with other communities. We want to build family. We want to have, you know, a relationship with the rest of the country. And that's what they've been getting away with. When you look at MSNBC, you look at all of these other stations, they're selling fear every day, convincing us that one group is living better than the other, and we're not. We all have the same story. We all have the same challenges. We're all trying to raise our children. We're all trying to find a better way to live, and that's what's important. That's why this tour is so critical. Uh, Joe, so we except. have that clip. I, I, I know Max, clip is, Max gonna, has got to do a thing. Gonna, well, we're going to play the clip of the bugs, and that's going to give Mr. Producer Josh a chance to run a better video because we had to get this started early, and, and he's going to change the video background so it's not just us standing in front of this murky, waving... <laughs> metallic thing um so we're gonna play the clip of cnn eating bug sushi and then on the other side hopefully that'll give josh enough time to come back with our much better background so let's play that clip and if you look out the top this is what a cicada looks like when it's coming out of the ground yeah that's so you got great. you got artwork over here as well are you ready cheers actually i'm yeah. less scared of this <laughs> okay oh the crunch Mm. Do I have a wing hanging out of my mouth? Mm. Oh, it's oh. literally in there. <laughs> oh, it's disgusting. It's not... oh. oh, I'm on TV? What? Hey, What's this? <laughs> I love it. Actually, Josh, Josh. It looks good, Max. Yeah. It does look good, Max. It separates you. <laughs> you look good. Yeah. I look like we're sitting outside your window. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Sure. Yeah. Um, so Can't that was the bug sushi. Up. Yeah. That was absolutely that was, disgusting. I've eaten. A, have any of you guys eaten a cicada before? No, uh, I and I don't one. plan on. Well, to. Why would I? You They're know, not good. I, I just want to <laughs> interject that <laughs> They're not good at all. What we what we tend to forget about guys is that those animals that provide essential nutrients. And by the way, three ounces of beef has more essential nutrients than any other three ounces of food substance on the planet. 
It's because it's nutrient dense. It's very rich. But what gets left out of the equation and the message that I brought to Colorado on March the 21st, what we called meat in day, was the fact that we've lost the lot of lost the sight of the fact that animals contribute to the ecosystem. The more animals you have, yeah. the more plants you need. The more plants you have, the more CO2 you absorb from the atmosphere. It's called the cycle of life. And we you cannot take one part yeah. of the cycle of the life out of the equation and expect to have a healthy planet. Well, and one of the things that was said yesterday, and Trent, I think you said it, was that they've been lying to us, that cows produce CO2, but they don't talk about the fact that cows eat the grass that actually absorbs mm -hmm. and sucks up Correct. the CO2. So they, they're making stuff up here. They're just not... Well, they've demonized CO2. They've yeah. demonized CO2 as a greenhouse gas when CO2 is vital. Without CO2, we life ceases to exist. Yeah. We wouldn't have soda. <laughs> I, I, i'll give you another another benefit of co2 that nobody thinks about yeah. but you know many of our energy companies are capturing co2 and replacing the water that's being used in the re, in the fracturing fracking business in oil recovery and so they take co2 in there and they oil and water don't mix co2 and and oil mixes and it allows them to have a much more efficient rate of recovery from the oil from the soil because the CO2 goes in and kind of expands <coughs> those seams where the oil comes from. And that's another benefit, added value. That's what we should be doing, looking to invest in where these elements that we've taken for granted could actually benefit us in more ways. So we're gonna, we can talk about the beef stuff a little later, but we have to get on topic because we have a lot of people coming in and we got to go over some of these new Fauci emails because they really You're are gonna love this. incredible. And, and it, it, guys, they really are incredible. Before, before you do this, Max, I want to tell you, Kevin Jenkins is the uh, director, I think. CEO of Urban CEO. Global Health Alliance. Yeah. And, and a, a partner in Freedom Travel Alliance. And this is important because he has been fighting against for medical freedom for many years. And that's what, the, what's what he's done. He's testified in front of Congress. He's been in m multiple state houses. Um, he's been an expert witness in multiple environments dealing with the impacts of vaccines in, um, uh, in our communities and, more specifically, in minority communities, black communities. So. Yeah. But we just wanted to make sure so, that everybody understood. If Trent can just talk about the tour briefly and you just move yeah. on. But we got to talk about the tour because we need your help out there across the country. The tour is actually the vision of Robert David Steele. He's traveling with us. He, he sets the tone every time. And, and whoever thought anybody could be so resilient to say that we're going to put a group of people together that represent all segments of America. We're going to celebrate Americana in 114 days, 85 stops, and we're building momentum. And I want to tell you what, Kevin and I are both on this because of the people that show up every night. It's just been incredible. We had about 700 last night at Running Creek Ranch in Elizabeth, Colorado. We're going to continue this through the 1st of September and hit 48 states. And we're going to be at Mount Rushmore on July 4th. It's going to be incredible. Is Bringing that a significant America together. day? Yeah. Do you Very think it is? 4th of July is significant. Yes, it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. All right. We're going so, to start so the day with really, Cowboy Church, Max. We, Just, I, we're not letting yeah. Max talk. I know that. But, <laughs> no, but uh, he's we just really, going to talk about I, I going and saving somebody in the boonies. Go ahead, I, don't get, I don't want to get frustrated, but we really do have to get on to the topic of the show because people are going to be listening. Okay. And we're 20 minutes in. we got to get on to the topic of the show. Um, so, the Fauci emails. The stunning emails where Fauci <laughs> admits that he was knowledgeable about the gain of function research at the Wuhan lab. Talked a little bit about this on Thursday. 
So why don't we show those emails and then we'll get to the new smoking gun one. Let's put up image number two. This is uh, an email from Fauci. Fauci got it from Hugh Auchincloss. Basically, Fauci sent a paper over to Hugh and said, hey, check this out. It was it was about gain-of-function research at the Wuhan lab. Hugh responded and said, the paper you sent me says the experiments were performed before the gain-of-function pause, but have since been reviewed and approved by NIH. Not sure what that means, since Emily is sure that no coronavirus work has gone through the P3 framework. She'll try to determine if we have any distant ties to this work. Let's switch to image number three. Fauci gets that, and then he goes back to Hugh and says, it's essential that we speak this morning. And you see there at the top, Barak Shi et al., Nature Medicine, SARS, gain of function research. As we've covered on the show in the past, gain of function is when scientists basically take a virus, they mutate it, they manipulate it to make it more deadly, more infectious, to study the end result of what they suspect would, would be a longer term of natural viral mutations. They basically try and jump the gun, mutate the virus in a lab so they know what it'll look like after years or decades of natural mutations. So we know that Fauci was briefed about the Wuhan lab. We knew that he was breached, briefed about the gain of function research, making viruses more deadly, more infectious. The question we've always had is, did Fauci know that American funding was going to that research before he testified under oath to Rand Paul that it wasn't? Well, now we have this, what I'm calling the smoking gun email, because it really is. Go to image number one. <clears throat> image number one, this is from two months after he was first notified about it. You scroll all the way to the, down, all the, way to the bottom. Emily is emailing Hugh. I'm not going to even bother pronouncing their last names. And she says, the entire amount of the new DASIC grant, year six funded in fiscal year 19, is about $3.64 million. And remember, DASIC is running EcoHealth Alliance, which is the sub-grant that is basically laundering the money from NIH to the Wuhan lab. Put it back up. This is a, We have to keep reading this. $3.64 million. The total amount that will go to Wuhan Institute of Virology under this grant will be about $750,000. The bat sampling work mentioned in the article during years 2011 through 2015 was probably supported by years one through five of the DASIC grant, but could have also been supported by USAID PREDICT program, which was also funding the Wuhan lab. Here you have an email in writing. Go back NIH and let's official. look at dates. This is from, yep. the dates NIH. are important in this. April 13th, 2020, an NIH official sending it to that guy, Hugh, in the NIH, saying, yes, it's probably American money, probably supporting gain-of-function viral research at the Wuhan lab. Put the image back up. You, you look at the, a little bit higher. Hugh then forwards that to Anthony Fauci, and, and basically all that information that Emily just sent him, this is higher but not extraordinarily higher than I originally indicated, which was from for some earlier work. Fauci then responds, one word, thanks. This is important because when you look at perjury crimes, it is not a crime just to get something wrong. It's not a crime to make a mistake. It's not a crime to say something to the best of your knowledge and be mistaken or be incorrect. It is a crime to say one thing when you know it to be false. And in this case, case, Anthony Fauci testified under oath that no money from the NIH has ever gone or continues to go to the Wuhan Institute of Virology for gain-of-function research. And here is the smoking gun email that he was notified a year before that testimony that it was. This is, you will not find a more open and shut perjury case ever. 
Well, and there's there's more to this. I don't know if you saw this, but one of the uh, scientists that briefed Fauci on the probability of it being coming from a from a laboratory being man-made, he has now deleted all 5,000 of his yeah. of his tweets and his Twitter account has been silenced. Was that Christian G. Anderson? Was that yes. the guy? Yeah. So, yeah, he's the one who warned that it was potentially engineered. And we can, we can jump to that image because I had that one up too. Put up image five. Here you have Tom Cotton on January 30th, 2020. He's tweeting out that it looks like it came from the Wuhan lab. You then have Tara C. Smith, a doctor, tweeting about it, forwarding it to Christian G. Anderson, his Twitter. He responds, thank you for looping me in, Tara. I only had a very quick look at the link, but the analyses are wrong, completely flawed and wrong. They can be safely ignored. That was one day. So he, on Twitter, on January 30th, 2020, but one, two days, no, 31st, uh, 31st of January. That was one day Go back before to the email. he had Put privately. So he's on Twitter saying that it did not come from the lab. It's completely flawed and wrong. This you is ignore anyone saying it came from the lab. That was on the 31st of January, 2020. One day later, he is, no, sorry, same day. Same day. The, the same, the, the email to Fauci was same, same day. day. Fauci's response was the next day. So the same day he is on there on Twitter saying it did not come from the lab, never could have. He's emailing Fauci saying it could potentially well, have come from I, the lab. Well, you know, it's really because, interesting because last year we were talking about gain and function and what happened. We were talking about this being a bioweapon. We were talking about this coming from Wuhan. Here's the problem, though. It's all right to catch Fauci in this because Fauci has been a liar. Even if you look, think about the AIDS epidemic, he lied then. He's been lying ever since. He is a war criminal. But the, main, the, um, the media, the government, local governments, all of them have participated in this lie. Communities have been destroyed. People's lives have been destroyed. People are now being vaccinated with a, a biologic that will possibly destroy their bodies, destroy who they are as human beings. This, this is very critical. This is, not about, this is not about perjury. I mean, that's easy. This is about really the impact that it had on every American in this country. They still have our kids masked. They still are pushing the same narrative. You have the Biden administration lying to the people every day. Local governments, every local government that participated in this, every government that did this to, to the, their people, should be war, they should be identified as war criminals, and they should be brought through a, to a tribunal and convicted of a crime. See, this is a problem. Once you stay focused on that, the mm -hmm. Fauci lie, we knew that was going to happen. But we got to talk about the damage that was done to this country. It's just not enough to talk about. The media can skirt around that. Major media, big pharma, big tech, all of them have been culpable in destroying this country. They need to be stopped. They're censoring. Listen, even if you like Trump or not like Trump, who cares at this point? But they censored the president of the United States of America. They lied to the public. They need to be hauled into court and they need to be arrested right now. The citizens of this country, that's why the faith, freedom, and family tour is so important because we could talk about these things and bring us together to really fight against the tyranny that we know is true and who is responsible for it. I want their heads right now on a silver platter because they destroyed this country. And I just want to add to that, guys, that Fauci, the highest paid government employee, knows that every one of his emails is subject to an FOA. And he reviewed and, everyone and, before even he and, even and he still these. felt Cubers. like he was bulletproof and that he could just write whatever he wanted and be a part of whatever he wanted because he walks <clears> on water. <throat> that comes to an end today. But remember, MSNBC came out last week after the emails were delivered 
and said, oh, you fared pretty well through this. Didn't they, Max? Wasn't that what they said? Yeah. What hubris. They uh, they gave CNN. An what hubris. I mean, really, think yeah. about it. I mean, listen, CNN if you don't have shows like this, seconds. Matt, okay. if we don't have shows like this, the truth never gets out. Well, I tell you what, we do a lot of this truth stuff. We, matter of fact, we can't put this on YouTube anymore because they keep taking us down. Every time we put up a video. I, and I know that story. Well, and look, we, we have we have tens of thousands of people that will watch this episode, that will watch other episodes. And, and as people start to hear this message as we push it out, we get a lot of flack. We've had Facebook that has demonetized us. We've had YouTube that has suspended us, what, three times, Max, in the last two months? Yeah. So we finally built the technology. We have the live stream directly on our website, and we moved to DLive and, and other places. Now, we're still on you, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of those things, but the big tech censorship is a, is a real thing, and the media uh, it, it, mock, you know, basically creating this environment where they can hide the truth, that, that is every single day, uh, every single day. So I, I'm on 100 radio stations in 21 states every day. Yeah, And we had a fantastic Arise USA meeting in Wahoo, Nebraska, my home state, on Thursday evening. A young lady came up to me, a grandmother. She shared what she had witnessed herself at the Capitol on January the 6th. She shared firsthand accounts of what she videoed, what she can prove. I sh simply shared her story on my radio program, and I had stations drop me that have been airing my program for 18 years because I shared the truth. Well, I'm on the disinformation list. I'm the most censored person probably in the country. I'm surprised I'm on any other platform ever, anywhere. But I got to tell you something. This, what, this is what's so important about the tour and what you're doing, all of you are doing. Now we're building our own arc. Now we're looking at creating our own vi vehicle to communicate with America. We have to stop feeding our information through those systems because they're going to continue to censor us. And it's great that you're doing what you're doing. And it's great that Trent's doing what he's doing. Every time I open up my mouth about something truthful about what's happening in this country, I'm immediately cut off of Facebook. Every time I talk about what's happening right now with gain and function, I am censored, I mean, aggressively. But here's the deal. We know the truth is out there now. So the question is, what are we going to do about it? Right. Well, the, you know, talking about it is just not enough anymore. You know, everybody's saying, well, you I know, see, I'm not, I'm not I see somebody in the feed saying, somebody, somebody in the feed say he's bulletproof. That's the wrong attitude. We should all yeah, be right now banging down the door. He thinks he's untouchable, which is why we're running a fax blast today. Check out the link in the description. <clears throat> it's one of the panels on DLive as well to force Congress to refer Anthony Fauci for prosecution. Because, yeah, it, perjury is just a piece of it, right? This guy lied to the nation about masks. He's lied to the nation the whole step of the way. Not just that, he has pushed states to be more restrictive in their lockdowns. There are people in this country who aren't with us anymore. They committed suicide because they lost their businesses because the lockdowns that Anthony Fauci pressured states to put into effect, right? That, that's a, there's a real number of people who, who took their lives because they felt helpless, helpless. Fauci has pushed for the erosion of our rights and liberties time after time after time using lie after lie after lie. So we might not be able to get him on all of those crimes for that, but we can get him for perjury. And when you see what happens to conservatives, you see what happens to Roger Stone, Roger Stone slips up during congressional testimony and they raided his house with, with SWAT. They even put police on a boat in case he was going to doggy paddle away. <laughs> wow. I mean, Roger Stone. They, wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
they, they had they raided his house by boat because he had a canal behind his belt behind his house. You look at what happened to George Papadopoulos. George Papadopoulos was asked by the FBI, "Did you ever talk to a Russian?" And he said, "No, because I never talked to anyone that I asked what their what their nationality was." The FBI determined that was a lie because one of the guys he talked to had a sufficiently Russian-sounding accent. Well, how does Papadopoulos know if he's Ukrainian, <laughs> Russian, yeah. any other kind of Slavic ethnicity, right? You don't know. But the FBI got him on a lie. Look at what happened to Flynn. Flynn didn't lie. The FBI agents who interrogated him said he didn't lie. Robert Mueller said you did. They ruined Flynn's life. Now, he's building it back, but they tried to send him to jail for the rest of his life for something that the, the agents who interviewed him said wasn't even a lie. When conservatives lie, they throw the book at us. They raid our houses by boat. No, when, when, when conservatives Fauci don't lie, under oath, when conservatives just, don't lie, they throw the book at them. It's persecution, not prosecution. If there's no accountability in the government, and if we don't get to the place where we finally say we've had enough, the kangaroo court is over. Right. As Americans, we have to stand up. The military, look, I'm going to call for it right now. If you're a sensible person in the military, whoa, Trent, you good? Kiko took my headset. I'm all good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Miko, Miko. Sorry, the headsets... The headsets aren't designed for uh, for cowboy hats. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Joe, you're on a good run, too. All right. So we have got to get to the place where the military, the military, people in the military recognize that we have this book. Put it in a book. It's actually not a book. We'll call it. You can get it in a book form. We're actually going to put it on the website, and we're going to send you a free copy of the Constitution. Super important. But the, the people in the military. I got military, a spare one if you want. Oh, here we go. Right here. A book. It's Constitution. It's not that long. Doesn't take that long to read. All the rights that you have, actually not all the rights, because there's God-given rights. There's rights that are just given to you from God. But it, it, all of it's in here, in this book called the Constitution. If you ran, if you're in the military, you took an oath to protect this country from threats, foreign and domestic. And we have a domestic problem in this country. You know, I was, I was talking to a friend uh, a couple days ago. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a shout out, Kevin. He was in the military for, for quite some time and now works for uh, a branch of the government. And he had to go sit through a class that was teaching him about what the greatest threat to our country was. And you know what it was, Max? No. Racism. Greatest threat. <laughs> racism. Extre extremism yeah. that comes from racism. Right? White supremacy, I think, is the, the term in it. And so they're, they're on this Zoom call and, yeah. and he raises his hand. He goes, hello? Wait, I have a question. Can you give us some examples of white supremacy? And do you know the examples they gave? What this, did they give? Interesting. Because I'm curious. What did ready? they give? I'm ready. Waco. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You've got to be Waco. kidding me. I kid you not. They, inside how, of the— how, inside, how? And he, he took how? screenshots of it, and he's going to send me all the stuff. He goes, Joe, you got to see this training. you got to see this training. It says in there that Waco was an example Jeez. of white supremacy. And you go, no, actually, Waco was an example of people yeah. standing up to the, the tyranny of our government. And he goes, okay, so that's not true. And he goes, well, according to the, and the guy that was teaching the class goes, well, according to the, what they're telling me to tell you, that's what it says. And he goes, can you give me another example? You know what the next example was? What was that? Timothy McVeigh. <laughs> and I go, Timothy McVeigh had nothing He's to do with race. Put to death. He was put to death. And he was, wait, white, he was white put privilege, to death. Wait, hold on, time White out. privilege would but have it, been not put to death. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. But that was the second indication. The second indication they said was that. 
Well, you know, Joe, listen, let, you know, because everybody's talking about race and I'm always stunned by it. I'm actually confused by it. It's because you're white. The, here's the deal, right? Here's the deal. It's because you're white. You know, when black Americans talk <laughs> about race, I'm shocked because yeah. they put the number one segregationist because of his policies, Joe Biden, in office. Right. When you talk about systemic racism or structural racism, well, what they're doing with big pharma, what they're doing with big tech, what they're doing with the banking industry, what they're doing with the education cartel, that's the infrastructure of not racism, that's classism and tyranny. What they're doing is using race because people really don't understand what it really is to split us from having this discussion that we're having because it's easier to do. And it's now infiltrated, this whole race narrative has infiltrated every part of our government. 100%. And it dis distracts us from what the real issue is. It's classism. It's these, these group of wealthy people now that believe they need to be your God. They're your God. Yep. They want to control your money. They want to control your land. They want to control your family. They want to control your thought. That is structural tyranny, not structural racism. And, you know, and I'm tired of people having this conversation with, with, about race without understanding what it is. It's a structural concept, right, that not only divides people, not only splits people up, but it controls people. Because when you keep selling that to people, it confuses what the greater issue is in this country, in this world. we got to stop it. We have to all stop it. We, as a matter of fact, we might do ourselves justice by not even talking about it anymore because as long as you have people like that in the white house and as long as you have people like that running governments in my city i'm a, I, I live in a black city it's a socialist city they're talking about universal income majority of black americans don't support it i mean i don't know what people are talking i'm so sick and tired of these people now hijacking the horror that has happened to black americans because guess what black americans have moved on we're not victims i'm so sick of it just stop it Look, it is not true. We don't have a race problem. How in the hell do we have a race problem when we just had a black president? How in the hell do we have a, a race problem we had the first black U.S. attorney general? How in the hell? I mean, what are you talking first about? First black senator. Wait, 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 wait a minute. But what are you talking about? And when black people buy that, they do themselves a disservice because they're being used as proxies for somebody else's wealth, somebody else's power. So we got to stop it. I'm going to say this right here on this show. Anybody that's black American, anybody that's white American that's buying that narrative, you're doing your family, you're doing your community, you're doing yourself a disservice. Because it's the classism that we have to pay attention to. They don't pay taxes. They control majority of the land, they suggest. They're now wanting to tell you what to eat. They're now using corporations in this country to enforce a vaccine slavery passport that's going to take all of your freedoms away, and you're all talking about press. Are you kidding me? Yeah. They're going to use a slave passport to control everything, control your money. And then when you don't, forget about the Chinese credit system in America. When you don't do it, when we you don't that. do it, they're going to take everything away from you. So what are you talking about? Race. I just have to agree with Kevin in a huge way. I have had people throw stuff at me all the time. I just stay focused on the positive instead of talking about race let's just talk yeah. about the accomplishments that we have in improving human lives because up until this point in time we were too complacent we allowed these rights to be eroding slowly over a period of time and now that we're standing up for ourselves they have to find a way to create division so it's about racism forget that noise focus on the positive focus on kevin and i traveling this country together with all the shared values that we have and how we're going to make a better place for our kids that's what it comes back to well, and but I'm going to tell you the Democrats are. I'm sorry, Max. Uh, give me one second. Uh, the, okay. the Democrats are a massive problem 
I always say the Democrats are trash. They're, they're pedophiles, rapists, and closet racists. What were the things that we're dealing with today? They're everything that they say they're fighting against. And, and, and my issue is, is that I have yet to see a conservative-run environment where there's a lot of racism well, happening. Wait, Matt, can you give me a second? Uh-oh. Every, every policy <laughs> Set them out. I've been to all of these state houses fighting for medical freedom, and you know who's pushing it? Black Americans. Black Democrats. I mean, white Democrats. Black Americans, white Democrats. All of them are pushing it. So what are they talking about? You have black elected officials in this country that are voting every day to work. They work for Big Pharma, voting in, in, voting in bills that take away your medical freedoms away from you. Are you kidding me? What, where's racism in that? Black Americans are doing it, not white Americans. Black Americans every day in this country. Because it's about power and authority. No, they are owned and controlled, yeah. right, by the tyrants. They, they, are, uh, they are race hustlers, and they are telling lies to their people. Period. They are passing the bills, Matt. They're the ones standing up and taking people's medical freedoms away from them, taking their ability to be able to have permission to make decisions for their children. Black American elected officials. Now, what are they, is that racism? Somebody explain that to me out there. Yeah. Are you kidding well, me? Before we do, before we do, Kevin, yeah. we have a game that we play on this show which is every time Joe says the word trash, because he likes to use the word a lot, we use it as an opportunity to expand his vocabulary and his lexicon trash. to oh teach him God. new words. It's actually been good for all of us. We've all learned yeah, some new words. Hey, off scouring. Yeah. Hey, yes. If he starts hey, to use this. the word rubbish, we're out of here, Max. Yeah. I'm just telling you. This guy, this guy is ready to take the SAT with this vocabulary. Uh, well, Kevin, you did say trash. You did. I so did. You oh, my goodness. You oh, my God. You, you called him trash. No, 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 no. Get out no, of here. No. This is good. This is good. Go ahead no. to my screen. Synonym of the day is crapola. A cra crapola. <laughs> slang for crapola. nonsense. See? Rubbish. Rubbish. Oh, my Hashtag God. Hashtag the left are crapola. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really astounding that right now in the 21st century, at all the gains, you know, and all the things that we have done as a group of people, all of us, you know, it's we're all one tribe. We're all one community. And we need to start figuring that out because they're using it against us. And that's my concern. Every time I hear someone, and I'm so sick and tired of white Americans buying it. Oh, I can't say this because I'm not black. Are you kidding me? Oh, I, you know, I'm so sensitive about white privilege. Really? Well, I'm going through the heartland of America. I don't see a lot of white privilege. Nope. I see a lot of people working their butts off, just like my community works their yep. butt off. Right? I, so what are you talking yeah. about? I just want to throw in quickly, I ranched on the Rosebud Indian Reservation in South Dakota for five years, and it was very enlightening. And as everybody was talking about, we need to call them Native Americans. My friends, who I still communicate with on a regular basis, are like, don't try to be politically correct. We're American Indians. We're proud of that. It was somebody else trying to impose that value on the American Indians to change their whole thought yeah. process. But what about the, all of the, of the black, my black ancestors that fought for this country? I mean, what are you saying when you say that? I mean, we came here as slaves, and we helped to build this country. We were the bodies that financed this country. You know, I mean, every time somebody uses the word race, I get upset because it really just crapola <laughs> on the people that all of my ancestors and all of the people that have worked to build this country. Well, we are Americans. Yeah. We learned on this tour, and I dug it up, that the first Memorial Day was a group of black freed slaves 
that thought the Union soldiers in South Carolina were not buried properly, so they dug up 256 Union soldiers and had a proper burial. Yeah, but now they, well, they want to get rid of that. Well, if you look, but if you look, but if you look, yeah. you, everybody wants to rewrite history. But if you really yeah. want to go really current, look at what your president, your president, the president of the United States today, talk about Black Americans. He thinks we're bums. He thinks we're useless. Dumb. Yeah. He thinks dumb. we're dumb. He thinks you're dumb. I mean, I mean and guess what? Have you heard from any black race hustler challenging him? Absolutely not. The guy's offensive. He's offensive to all everybody in this country. Yes, he, he is. So before we keep going, we have to read this new ad. We have a new sponsor coming on board the show. Very exciting. The sponsor <laughs> is Berna Technologies. Berna Technologies is a leader in non-lethal self-defense weapons. Their life-safe motto is to provide consumers with an affordable device. The Berna HD, B-Y-R-N-A HD, allows people to protect themselves without having to take a life. It's really interesting. They're actually shipping me one this week. I'm going to try it. Uh, I I might have my wife shoot me and see if it works. Hold on a second. Who are they sending it to? All four of us. Send it to All me. Five of us, thank you. That's <laughs> <laughs> right, Josh. Come on, Josh man. Is over here. I bust so, my butt day guys, in day out, and I this, don't get a toy. This, this is an ad read. <laughs> Y'all, let me finish the ad read. <laughs> the Berna HD is not a firearm, but an incredibly powerful and effective self-defense device that uses pepper, pepper and gas, what? and kinetic hard plastic projectiles that will subdue an assailant for up to 20 minutes, giving its user enough time to escape. As an effective range of 66 feet, the Berna HD is more effective than pepper spray or stun guns that have an effective range of 10 feet or less. Currently adopted by law enforcement and pri- private security forms, firms across the U.S. to de-escalate stressful situations before having to resort to lethal Can means. you still Over put 50, it in his forehead? Uh, this is a, Joe, this is an ad read. I know. Over 50,000 consumers... Read. Over 50,000 consumers across the country have chosen Berna HD as their self-defense option. Sean Hannity is a loyal customer and has featured the Berna HD on his show without them paying and describes his experience as a Berna HD owner. I've been telling people I recently purchased the Berna HD. If you hit someone with it, it instantly stops them, but it doesn't kill them. So you're going to want to go to their website, www.bernabyrna.com. And if you use promo code CONSERVATIVE10, you'll get an extra 10% off your discount Full disclaimer, cannot be combined with any special offers or bundles. So, again, go to Berna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com, and use promo code CONSERVATIVE10. And we do have a brief video. CONSERVATIVE10 or CD10? CONSERVATIVE10. Full spelled out, CONSERVATIVE10. We do have a brief video. We're not going to play this every time we read the ad. (laughs) But just to show you what this is like, this is what happens when they Berna filmed it. And it's one of their own, I believe, the director of marketing getting shot with the pepper ball version. So Mr. Producer, why don't we pull this up? This is cut number two. Why would you do that to yourself? Come on, come to my voice. So he just got shot. They didn't shoot him. They shot a piece of plywood right in front of him. You need to come away from wherever it is. It's close. Recording. Follow my. Okay, use the milk. Take your shirt off. Oh, that is so. Ow! All right, all right, let's cut it before he pukes. So that is what happens when you just get shot. He didn't even get shot. It hit the plywood he was holding because I guess they didn't want to give him a welt. That is their pepper ball variety. So if you're looking for a non-lethal form of self-defense, as you just watched there, 
it, it seems to work. I mean, you, you, you get hit with one of those, that takes away your will to commit any crime, <laughs> to do harm to anyone else. <laughs> It's, that's uh, kind of intense. I was, I was, yeah. uh, Will it work yeah. on my coyotes and my cow pasture? I don't think so. I don't I, think I, so either. I, yeah. It might. I, I don't, I don't yeah. know. I mean, animals are different. I, I, I don't know if it's rated for animals, but I do know that they advertise it and sell it for def- self-defense against humans. But uh, I imagine if you want, like, bear protection, you'd want bear spray or something like that. But new sponsor <laughs> no, of the no, show, Burna.com. Bear spray. <laughs> wow. Hey, I, they better send me one, by the way. One of those guns. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm here in Texas. I think, so if you want to shoot, I think you as come here. the guy, I should have one. I should well, have. One. I think. I think since you're already supposed to be coming here in a week or so, I might take it from. We can, you. We can shoot that. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh no no no! no. <laughs> oh, no. Well, hold on, I think hey, there's an opportunity for content can you there. Take it? Yeah. We can, can test you, can it you out. Take on it? Yeah, 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 that's so, the whole reason they're sending listen, me one. Listen, does everybody remember the the liberal daily? Daily dose of insanity thing that we did with Chris. He did it last. We were last trying week. to forget it. That was funny, but the the the, far, the part that is really interesting is we probably need to tell the listeners that Chris is next week is going to be or th- later this week is going to be going out and talking to Biden supporters. Really yes. interesting. I, I want everybody to understand this is going to be great, right, Josh? It's going to be really good. Don't say anything. I, I don't tell them. I'm not going to tell him where he's going. Awesome. Where are they going to find a venue the that'll hold 12 people? Oh no no no! It's he's going to he's going to be They're there. He's going to be in small town America. <laughs> We're going to tune be. in, and Chris is going to be on his way crossing the border. Wow. Yeah, so that's going to be coming this week, um, and we'll, we'll play that. We'll we'll cut to our field correspondent throughout the week as he does some of these interviews with Biden voters. Um, so, yeah, uh, we, we got off track a little bit, but the racism stuff, the racism stuff is, to me, it's always been, it's very obvious that it's not race. I mean, you see Democrats today, they like to teach people that the color of their skin and, and other people's reaction to the color of their skin is the cause to all of their problems. and. Interestingly enough, Democrats present racism is also the solution to their problems, right? It's like if the white man's keeping you down, then the solution is to keep the white person down, right? To, to attack them. We saw this. Did you see this cut over the weekend of the Amazon delivery lady attacking a woman that she claimed had white privilege? Did you see this? No, Joe? no, I no. want to see it. I got to see it. You so this was, it. This, was, this was an Amazon delivery person who was delivering a package. I guess the, the person receiving the package wasn't all that happy about the service. The delivery driver called her, said she had white privilege and it eventually got to fisticuffs. Let's play this. This is cut number one. It starts as a tense conversation with an Amazon delivery driver turned into an assault on a 67-year-old Castro Valley woman. Surveillance cameras caught the attack now, police have made an arrest. NBC Barry's Christy Smith joins us live from Castro Valley with the story behind this troubling video. Christy. Yeah, we're told that this happened around 6 o'clock last night right here behind me in Castro Valley, that a woman was waiting for her package to be delivered and got an alert that it had arrived. Now, this is according to the owner of the complex. A short time later, that woman was being hit repeatedly. Now, we're told that she came out and couldn't find the package and saw an Amazon driver and questioned her about the package and was told to be patient. 
then, of course, the encounter escalated and turned violent with the woman getting hit repeatedly. There are two angles of this from security cameras. Now, again, according to the complex owner, the exchange that led up to this was that the woman was told to be patient, and she waited in that lobby for about 15 minutes for a package and noticed the driver talking with another delivery person, then asked about her package again. He says then the driver said something about white privilege, not getting the package there any faster than the 67-year-old woman. He says called her a name, and that's when it escalated. I just think that the violence we're seeing these days uh, is very troubling, and I was very pleased to see the uh, Sheriff Ahern and his deputies uh, do a quick response. Now let's cut it. That, let that's me, the let woman. me just tell you something. Let me, let me just say it. I'm going to say it up front. Man, I wish somebody would attack me like that. Because <laughs> I would, there would be no hiding my face. There would be, there would be no teeth left in the mouth well, of that can, person. Can I, can I ask a question? You, Was that lady yeah. that beat up the other woman a white woman? That beat up another white woman and Does said it that it was white? Well, well, she's just, off white. Well, what the hell is that? Yeah, she's off white. <laughs> what? She's, uh, we, ha we have people. We have people feeding uh, anger. Yeah, that's the entire intent. They want to feed anger to create chaos. This, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I would have. I would have. I'm going to just tell you right now. I don't advocate for violence. The second that you would go to violence, though, right? I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> that's not going to happen. That's hey, wider. That's hey. What do you got? So me? you got me. The got woman who got taken into custody. Her name was Itzel Ramirez. <laughs> so she sounds Hispanic, but she might have been one of those mythical white Hispanics oh, that we keep hearing oh, about. Oh, I got you. But right. her name sounds Hispanic. Right. So right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Well, we went from so, we went from Negro people of color. Now we're gonna be called Dusty soon. I don't know what the hell dusty. is going on. <laughs> I, I mean, Would you actually you say know, that? Dusty. dusty. Oh my gosh. Would they gonna come up with a new name? Dusty. You know, I, every every quarter, every political season, some political crazy person comes up with a description of who I am as a, a, a man. I mean, and we just buy it and we sell it. Every time I hear some people say person of color, I'm like, what the hell is that? Can somebody explain it to me? What is it? I'm still waiting. I think I'm pretty educated guy. I'm grounded in black hey, history. I'm grounded in America. What is it? A person no of color. I've never used that well, word. That is what happens when they don't want to call people color there people because you you're not allowed so to say that. That was in fashion family, at what? one time. So they, that's an attempt to use colored without <laughs> saying color. Right. Yeah. It's just fascinating why, you know, a person I of digress. color. Or the first, or the first, and this is the other thing that I laugh about, the first black something. Well, it's obvious that the person's black. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. I mean, what are you talking about? The first black this. I'm like, well, what, what, Tim Scott's what is white. that? Well, yeah, Tim Scott is white. You yeah. know, he's Russian. He's Russian. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just think about that, though. I, I mean, the first black something. Never mind, just not the first, you know, first woman or the first woman of color. Yeah. All, all of those are code words. Those are racist code the words. The first for weakness. The first transgendered women of color. Oh, don't get they me started that on that. Too. They might kick me <laughs> off at every station in America. You know, I'll, oh, I no, hear about this no, one. but it's, right, I go. find it interesting. I'm going to step on it a little bit. Okay, so if there you're is black, no little bit if, with Kevin Jenkins. If it's you're all a, in. If you are a black male. Now, you know, I have black males saying me, oh, I am black and I am uh, I am a black homosexual. Wait, wait a minute, though. Are you a black? What are you? I'm still confused when people say that to me. I'm like, I'm confused. 
are you a black American that happens to be gay? Cool. I'm cop. I'm, cop. I'm cool with that. But now they're, now they're becoming a special class. They don't even want to, black men that are gay don't even want to be gay, a black anymore. Oh, I'm gay. I'm a gay black American. It, we're all crazy. That's racist in itself. It's kind of racist. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is racist. It is. When you use that language, it's racist. You're trying to separate yeah. yourself from a, or separate yourself from the weak class or you're suggesting that that group is weak. Yep. That's what it is. It's racist when you use it. I, I call it the racist totem pole. Everyone, it's based on how you identify, you have a different spot on that totem pole and they're all fighting with each other for the, the title of being more discriminated That's than the right. person right Absolutely, below them. Absolutely, Matt. That's exactly right? what it is. We got to call it what it is. Did you see yeah. the uh, the alteration of the US, United States Department of Agriculture USDA logo this week? It's always been since the beginning of time in 1862 a green logo. Green represents growing things, right? Last yeah. week they changed it to a rainbow. No. Oh, come on. Man. No. And, and that irritates me to no end because the rainbow was hijacked by this whole movement. The rainbow was God's signal to us that he'll never flood the earth again. That's right. And we allow somebody to come in here and hijack that. But that, that's the kind of, they create this division by doing that. They want to destroy the family. All right. They want to disconnect us from God. They want to disconnect us from our children. They want to break up our communities and isolate us and trap us in fear. And they're using race as their wage to, wedge to do it. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I just sent. I'm a trying to find no, the rainbow. To, no, I can't put that up. No, that one is not going. No, it it's no, not. it is but not. Let me finish my conversation. <laughs> Listen, no, seriously, Matt, Matt, you're onto something, Matt. You're There's onto Biden. something, no. Max. Max, you're onto something, Max. Max, you're onto something, Max. I apologize, Max, you're onto something. Down. But Max, let me just tell you, you're being Max. censored, Joe. We got. <laughs> you are being censored. We got to keep this conversation going, Max, because if not, they will win. They will win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to keep it, Max. They will win. They will win. I'm tired of it. Yeah. We need to be sick and tired of it. So we're going to take a real quick break. And when we come back, I want to show you, Kevin, a graph that I, I was looking at this morning. I want to get your opinion on it. You know it what my graph opinion. comparing is a graph comparing. <laughs> well, it, well, lots of people say it's race, but it ends up being a lot of things other than race. It, it ends up being cultural. It ends up being life decisions that end up creating situations for different people in America. So I want to get your opinion on it. We'll put this up on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Ronald Reagan famously said that our freedoms are never more than a generation away from extinction. Conservative Daily exists to make sure that never happens. With our community of 700,000 members, we fight every day to hold Congress's feet to the fire stop them from surrendering our rights and freedoms. The fight to take this country back is not over. Please join our movement right now by going to conservative-daily.com and clicking the subscribe button to sign up for our free call to action newsletters. We have a chance to save this country, but only if we all work together. Again, this is conservative-daily.com. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button at the top. 